Have you ever felt like there's never enough time to do everything you want in a day? Do you ever feel like you could have achieved more in 2021 if only you had just a little bit more time? Maybe an extra day off, maybe just a bit of OT, tapos okay na sana lahat. Well, what if I told you that there's a simple system out there that actually exists to not only help you achieve those yearly goals, which is saktong-sakto, patapos na yung taon, but it helps you to do it in one-fourth of the time. Today, that's what we're going to be discussing. It's called The 12-Week Year, and it's by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. We're going to discuss what it is, how to do it, what my personal insights are, because planning in 12-week cycles, a.k.a. quarterly planning, was something I did for the entire year. Is this just another system that will be useless to you? Or is this the key to making your next year the most productive year yet? Tune in and let's find out. You're listening to the Purposeful Productivity Podcast, where we talk about the science, stories, and strategies behind productivity that lights you up without burning you out. With your host who knows she needs something from Daiso. And the only way to know what it is, is to go inside every single time that she sees one. Celso Alejandro. Just to give a little bit more context, The 12-Week Year was a book I picked up a few months ago. I just saw it being recommended. And it was essentially talking about this thing that I've actually been doing for the past few months this 2021 and it was interesting the way they laid it out and their hypothesis or their main point was in saying that when we think in terms of years it's what they call annualization so thinking in years we actually hinder our progress and potential for that entire duration instead what they propose is Instead of thinking of a year as 12 months, they say that we should be looking at it in terms of 12 weeks instead. So basically, condensing the entire month into just one week. And the reason for that is that they believe when we try to plan for our businesses in terms of years... There's always that year-end push, and they mentioned that 40% of business productivity happens in the last 60 days of the year because, again, it's almost the holiday season. Another reason is because of that yearly goal that they set that by December, by the end of the year, we need to be hitting these targets, and then they lay it out that way. So, in other words... There's that sense of urgency to hit those targets kasi nga, malapit na yung deadline. And that's an example of what they call Parkinson's Law, which states that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. In other words, we procrastinate until the last minute. That's the normal tendency. So if we say that the deadline of this is in two weeks... More often than not, most of the work happens 
in the latter half of that deadline. So usually happens maybe last week or worse, last three days before the deadline. And I'm sure some of you guys listening right now feel very guilty about that. So for me, my personal synthesis of this book, my main takeaway of this book is that if we tell ourselves that this goal needs to be done by December, giving ourselves one whole year to do this, then we will act in such a way na ang mangyayari is December lang natin siya iisipin or worse, we're going to cram things. But they're saying it's entirely possible na yung goal na sinet natin for December kaya naman pala ma-achieve January pa lang. And all it takes is a bit of restructuring, planning, and of course, execution. Speaking of execution, that's one thing that was also mentioned. And and I totally believe this. And they said that people know what to do. They just fail to execute it. And this is very true in my personal experience. And I've seen it happen. We don't need more information on how to achieve our goals. We don't need more information how to manage our time wisely. We know what we need to do. Most of the time, we just can't execute it for one reason or another. We say it's motivation. We say, you know, it's not our priority, etc., etc. So they wrote this book to give structure to the way that we plan around our goals. They also mention things like developing a vision, a long-term vision, before you start because it improves productivity. And that's also something that I do. Like, So obviously, I agree with that. Having your why, in other words, helps you, not only helps to motivate you, but in times where you feel like hindi mo na kaya gawin, if you don't have that long-term vision, you will fall off the wagon because at the end of the day, it's hard. Achieving our dreams, achieving our goals, it's a hard thing to do. If we don't understand why we're doing something, why bother when we can fall back into our comfort zone? Which is why it's so important to have that skill of long-term thinking. Otherwise, papalya lang yan. Kahit anong sistema pa yan. People are people, human beings, we're very emotional. And so when we don't understand why we need to quote-unquote suffer or have to do this hard thing, if hindi natin magets, if hindi natin na-align sa sarili natin, hindi tayo convinced na worth it siyang gawin, then we're not going to do it. And it doesn't matter kung gano'n pakaganda yung system na yan. And the vision is actually one of five disciplines that the book expounds on. So, merong three principles and five disciplines. So, disciplines muna. Number one is having a compelling vision. Number two is planning your execution. Three is controlling your process. Four, measuring your progress. Five is managing your time. And for principles, there are three. One is accountability. Two is commitment. And the third is greatness in the moment. So, we are going to be running through all of them in passing. 
and I'll be giving my insights as well. So na mention ko na yung first, which is having a compelling vision, and yun nga, it's very important, and it really helps you to understand why you're doing something and motivates you, especially when your habits and your system hasn't kicked in yet. So habang matas pa yung motivation mo then this is like the perfect time to have that vision because it pushes you forward habang hindi pa set in stone your routines, habits, systems mo to execute said vision, right? Speaking of execution, ito na nga yung planning your execution. And the main principle na nakuha ko dito, which is very similar to something that I also use is basically iba break down mo yung goal mo. So think of your goal as this huge mountain and it's very overwhelming. So planning your execution is basically breaking it down into milestones and milestones get broken down into tasks which makes this very big goal into something bite-sized. So magiging mas manageable siya that way. Another thing that I was doing without even knowing about this book was having only one main goal every 12 weeks. And I was so against this beforehand because I feel like if isa lang yung goal ko for 12 whole weeks, I feel like sobrang konti ng ma-achieve ko in a year without understanding na, yeah, okay, you have one goal for one whole quarter, but that doesn't mean na yun lang yung gagawin mo. Because aside from, you know, that huge goal, we have things called maintenance tasks na everyday kilangan mong gawin, walang palya, right? Like you have to take care of yourself, you have to make sure okay yung household mo. You know, there are some responsibilities both business-wise, career-wise, and like personally as well. And na-realize ko na... 12 weeks, one goal isn't bad at all. Like, it's a very reasonable ratio ng goal to time because maraming, well, maraming unexpected na nangyayari. That's one. Number two is, ina-underestimate natin just how long something takes. And number three, of course, kasama na dun kasi yung rest. It's not like we are, you know, 100% focused all of the time. So that accounts for that. And at the same time, having one main focus for 12 weeks also helps you, number one, trim the fat off, make it leaner in the sense na, okay, if you are constrained na, okay, you have 12 weeks to do one thing, it forces you to prioritize and really sit down and think, ano ba talaga yung importante? Because when we have 12 whole months, we feel like we could do so many things. But the reality is, we can do all of those things. But hindi naman lahat ng yon importante. Or hindi naman lahat ng yon will leverage us or will get us to where we want to be faster. So that constraint na, okay, isa lang yon pwede, actually helps us understand, ano ba talaga yun dapat lang natin gawin? Versus, what do we think we need to be doing? Right? Or said another way, it's it's basically a debate between what we think we should be doing versus what we actually need to be doing in the first place. Because it sounds similar, 
but the difference is very important. One is what you know you need to do because you know that will get you from point A to point B, aka your goals. Whereas yung isa is, oh, feeling ko maganda to gawin. It feels more like that. Like, oh, I see my friends doing this, so it must make sense for me too, which is not necessarily true. So sitting down, taking the time to really, you know, look at what you need to execute on really helps a lot. So sa execution, dito rin papasok yung gagamitin mo yung vision mo. So you have a long-term goal. Intindihin mo ano yung priority mo, like what will get you to that goal faster. And using that, ma- makukuha mo na yung goal mo, yung focus mo for that 12 weeks. And then every week, you have milestones na, okay, ito dapat yung may hit ko every single week. And because kinonstrain nga natin, ito, yung, ito talaga yung kagandahan ng 12-week year system for me, is it really forces you to make deadlines for yourself in a way na you won't feel like it's too long na medyo tatamarin ka. But at the same time, it's not so short na feeling mo nga ragnaganag ka na. So, discipline number three is controlling your process. In other words, you need to be reflecting on what has happened and make predictions of what you think will happen. So, the technical term that they used here is may lagging indicators ka and may leading indicators ka. So, those are two. Leading, lagging. Leading meaning forward as in predictive. So, basically, these are indicators na, oh, if nangyari to, then something good is gonna happen. Or, oh, if ito nakita mo sa, you know, sa business mo, then something bad might happen. So, these are educated guesses based on some measurement. Some examples would be dumadami subscribers mo, or maybe you're getting a lot of inbound leads. Those are indicators na, oy, whatever you're doing, it's working. They're very important because they provide information sa mga posibleng mangyari in the future. And so if you know where you're going, then you can plan appropriately for it. Then you can make more informed decisions na, okay, after this 12-week week cycle, I can do this. Or maybe if you're in that 12-week cycle, then you know na, okay, I am on the right track. Lagging indicators naman are more reflective. They are indicators telling you kung ano yung nangyari beforehand. So for example, previous monthly revenue mo or yung profit mo for this month. Usually, lagging indicators, madali yan ma-measure kasi nangyari na sila. So instead of trying to guess you just have to look at the data that's already there and be able to measure that. And the reason why it's important, according to the book, is because you want to use them together to make educated guesses. Instead of guessing na, oh, I feel like ganito yung mangyayari, you actually have a system in place, measurements in place, that will tell you, give you the data so that you don't have to rely solely on your feelings or emotions when making decisions about what to do next and what to prioritize. And that's very important. So how can we apply this in the 12-week system? So it's simple. So at the beginning of the week, 
you just review the progress you've made before. Or maybe, well, I personally like to review the progress on, you know, before the weekend, so around Friday. And then that's when I want to do the review. And then pag Sunday na, so separate ko sila. Um, yung ganun yung process ko this year is, so Friday, I review what I did, yung mga natapos. And then Sunday, I plan for the coming week. I also like to plan on a weekly basis instead of a daily basis. So I like to know what needs to happen throughout the week, Sunday pa lang, so I can make calculations in my head. Like, okay, may energy ba ako para gawin to? Or ilan yung meetings ko nito? Masyado bang marami? What are the adjustments that I need to make para hindi ako burnt out? But at the same time, I'm still very productive. So that's an example of how I control my own process. Aside from supporting you, you know, in making better decisions, when you have that data in front of you measured properly, it supports you and it can actually help you motivate you again. Because usually when we start, when we start doing something new, mataas yung motivation at the start. And then as the days go by, pababa ng pababa. But when we have that data, then that tells us what we're doing right. So parang, we don't feel so hopeless na, oh my God, tinatamad na ako. But rather, you have that information na, oh, okay, nag-work pala tong strategy na to. I just need to keep it up. Whereas, if you didn't measure that as feeling mo, hindi siya gumagana, then wala, sayang. You feel like it's not worth it, whereas it's actually working. Diba? So, always control your processes. And that's actually like related to the discipline number four, which is measuring your progress. So those two, I would say personally, like go hand in hand. Actually, sa book, parang controlling your process is more of reviewing the progress that you made. Whereas sa measuring your progress is like reviewing that progress and looking at that data. So I just interchange them, <laughs> controlling your process and measuring your progress. Because I don't think either of them could be effective without the other one as well. And a lot of people don't like measuring their progress for some reason or another. We all know, right? Alam natin, alam natin sa, ano, sa sarili natin na kailangan natin i-measure yung progress natin. Otherwise, hindi natin alam kung tama yung ginagawa natin. But why do we not do that? And I believe it's because alam natin, if we measure ourselves realize natin or, you know, there's data to support that we're actually performing below our potential. That will make us feel bad and we don't want to feel bad. And so we just want to be comfortable where we are. That's not a bad thing per se. Pero if you want to do more this year, diba? Like the reason why you're listening to this right now is because you're interested in doing more this 2022. Which means you already kind of feel na, hmm... Parang I could be doing something better when it comes to managing, you know, my goals and my process and my systems that I use to execute things. So, hindi ka dapat matakot to measure it. It doesn't, like, the numbers don't mean na if hindi mo mahit, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. And I know it, it's uncomfortable. It really is. Pero without it, then you're really 
you're really not going to grow talaga. So I would rather see you be uncomfortable for a short while so that you could grow into your full potential than be in your comfort zone tapos buong buhay mo, you just play small, which is sayang. Kasi you're not here just to live and exist, right? Like you have dreams, you have goals that you want to achieve and if we're not gonna do anything about them, sayang. And lastly, the last discipline is about managing your time effectively. Now, if you've heard me before, you guys already know, I don't believe in time management. So this is like my personal take is that I don't believe in managing. I don't believe this part in the book na, oh, you need to manage your time effectively. Like to an extent, yes, I get it. Na parang, oh, you need to, um, you know, manage the, the how you, you know, how much time you spend doing like, mundane tasks and stuff like that and that's true i'm not saying it's like untrue it's just that there's another layer that people fail to talk about all the time which is energy management energy management is basically it's like time management but instead of titingnan mo the duration like how much time has passed for this task, you also consider how much energy this takes you. Because at the end of the day, hindi ka robot, right? You have emotions, you have feelings, and your ability to focus is limited. Because again, you're a human being. And so we need to we need to talk about productivity for humans. You know, in the way that humans understand, hindi yung pinipilit natin yung sarili natin to hustle away and magpoyat tayo all the time, di ba? So it's about energy management, meaning, like actually nabigay ko yung example, di ba? When I was talking about yung weekly planning, I try to do weekly planning so that I can manage my energy. So I'm an introvert, kahit hindi halata. <laughs> so... That means energy out, meaning hindi ako, hindi ako nare-recharge when I talk to people. Don't get me wrong, I like talking to people, pero after a certain point, nade-drain yung baterya ko. Whereas extroverted, you know, extroverts, they're like, yes, talking to people recharges me. Mine is the opposite. And so, ano implications non with the way I manage my time, quote-unquote, or my schedule when I'm doing day-to-day tasks. That means, when I look at my schedule on a weekly basis, titingnan ko, masyado ba akong maraming meetings this day? Kasi if yes, then I need to mentally prepare myself and I need to match the things that I'm doing that day para hindi ako sobrang pagod na pagod. So, for example, there are times na tatlo yung meetings ko and that sucks. <laughs> it really does. Um, hindi maiwasan. So, ang gagawin ko, i-adjust ko so that yung gagawin ko that day, hindi masyadong, hindi masyadong dadagdag sa stress na madudulot ng, you know, talking to so many people. So, the, these are usually tasks na hindi masyadong mahirap. And at the same time, for example, tatlo yung meeting ko and then one of them ends at 8pm. The morning after, hindi ko siya lalagyan ng super high energy na task. So, may buffer time for me. That's because I really try to reflect. Again, that was mentioned before. Like, really reflect and look at what has worked for me before and what doesn't. And adjusting accordingly. 
So those were the five disciplines, compelling vision, plan your execution, control your process, measure your progress, manage your time, air quotes. <laughs> and then the three principles naman is accountability, commitment, and greatness in the moment. So let's talk about greatness in the moment muna because I had to reread it like multiple times na parang like I don't understand how greatness in the moment is a principle. Like I don't know what that means. But it just basically means at least for me the way i understood it is you need to focus on what's there in the moment because people tend to multitask and that doesn't work and we thought it did but na realize ng mga scientists na oh that's actually a really bad idea so greatness in the moment just means you want to be great in the moment not you know not 12 weeks from now but just Right here, right now, ano yung ginagawa mo? Are you trying to be good at what you're doing now? Are you being purposeful, in other words, with how you spend your time? Because again, your time is limited. So that's how I understood greatness in the moment. Number two is commitment. And that's really, you know, putting the blinders on. Stop trying to look at strategies once you pick one strategy to try out and just doing the work. And that is very hard, especially if you're, you know, you love learning a lot. There's always a lot of information out there. There's always new things, how to do something. And it can be overwhelming if we don't know how to commit to something. And itong commitment na to, it doesn't mean naman na ito na lang yung gagawin mo forever. It just means na for this experimental period na itatry ko tong system na to, let's say 12-week year, I am not going to, you know, try three other different things and then madadisappoint ako if none of them work, diba? And accountability for them, for the people who wrote this 12-week year book, accountability is very important. And so they highlighted na having weekly calls, having an accountability buddy is very important and helpful. I, of course, tend to agree because, yun nga, when we are accountable to someone, I actually signed up for um, personal training sa gym, even though, yes, I can work out at home and I know working out at home is free. Pero iba yung progress mo kasi when you know someone's going to push you, tapos wala kang choice, tapos binayaran mo <laughs> yung taong yon to make sure that you're, you're being, you know, fit. Then that pushes you to really achieve the things you want to be like, and, you know, achieve without having to stress yourself out so much because I believe accountability eases that pain point. But at the same time, parang tumataas lang yung probability na you're going to be successful if you have someone to be accountable with. Is it required, in my opinion? I personally don't require it because some people can work alone and that's totally fine. It's just I've tend to view it as if gusto mong bumilis yung progress mo, then definitely try to find someone. Otherwise, it's it's totally feasible to do it on your own. Okay lang if you don't have the resources for it, if you haven't had the chance to prioritize it right now, like, it's fine. Pero just think about it na 
kumbaga parang booster siya na oh if i want to get there faster then i can consider this so it's for me it's an option rather than a requirement so short summary lang ng 12 week year first yung pinaka big idea for me for from this book is basically yung 12 months na iniisip natin is actually pretty long if you think about it especially when you talk about parkinson's law na you know, expand talaga yung, yung work to fill the deadline that you give it. So if you give it a shorter deadline, the tendency is magagawa natin. Especially na ngayon, end of year, people are more productive kasi, uy, deadline na. Yung, yung yearly goals natin, di pa natin na-achieve. So kailangan natin ipush sarili natin. Whereas, if we think of a year as 12 weeks instead of 12 months, then we can actually achieve our goals ng you know, yung for 2022 ng instead of December, posibleng March pa lang tapos ka na. If you really, like, dig deep and really focus, I believe that's really possible. And it starts with, yun nga, yung why having a long-term vision really helps you, it helps to motivate you. And yung pag nag-debate ka sa sarili mo, no, worth it ba? If you don't have that vision kasi, it's really easy to fall off na, Oh, wala lang. Like, if, if you don't have a vision and you're just doing it kasi wala lang, then your chances of success aren't going to be as great. And then, you want to use that vision to craft your goals and milestones and, you know, smaller, you know, smaller tasks para when you're doing those 12-week cycles, you're going to have basically something measurable at the end of the week when you're trying to reflect na, okay, nagawa ko ba yung kailangan ko magawa this week? Yes or no? It's as simple as that. And at the same time, you also want to measure your progress after you control your process, yung yun nga, yung reflecting and refining the whole thing. You want to be able to have indicators, yung lead and lag indicators mo, to know whether you're on the right track, whether you're, what you're doing is working or not. And these are, more often than not, things na quantifiable just because it's easier, it's easier for us to understand if may numerical data ka. And again, yung three principles is commitment, committing to one thing at a time and just focusing on that. Also connected to greatness in the moment na instead of multitasking, we focus on one big thing. And that's actually enough considering the fact na we need to budget for unforeseen circumstances and all of that. And of course, accountability, which is personally for me is optional, but it's definitely a great way to like get you there faster when you have someone there to support you who can really push you whenever your motivation is down. So, yon. I hope that this framework helps you out. Maybe you can consider using it for the next year. Maybe experiment with this for a bit because this is what I used. Well, most of the principles is what I personally used this year. And it was really helpful for me na instead of thinking about it ng, oh, by December, dapat ito yung 10 goals na makuha ko. Instead, naka, parang per season, may isa akong focus. And that has helped me na hindi ako, hindi ako ma-discourage. At the same time, hindi ako nasa shiny object syndrome. I'm just very focused on 
kung ano man yung sinet kong goal for this quarter, for this these next few weeks. And so that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I super appreciate you guys. And I hope na this holiday season, you get to rest a lot. I know a lot of us are workaholics. So, nahihirapan. Maybe, maybe you're working even though you're not supposed to. Maybe you're working on vacation. Please find some time for yourself to rest and really recuperate, refresh your brain. Because that also helps you with your productivity. Para by the next year, by the time that comes, ready na tayo to really achieve our goals and have a more fruitful 2022. And yun talaga yung wish ko for you guys next year. So thank you so much. Hope you guys have a great holiday season. And speaking of holiday season... If willing naman kayong bigyan ako ng maliit na gift, I would highly appreciate you guys leaving a review of this podcast. I want to know like what you guys think about it, ano yung mga nagustuhan ninyo, and you know, what else to improve. The link or the instructions will be in the show notes somewhere around this podcast. So again, this was Cells. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great, great day ahead. So that was today's episode of the Purposeful Productivity Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Cells Alejandro. And if you want to learn more about this or get all the latest updates on this podcast, the best way for you to do that is to go to cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Again, that's Cells Alejandro. That's my name, cellsalejandro.com slash newsletter. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye. And don't forget to always show up every day. Bye.